Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Planet Podcast, where we always talk about the planet. But today we have a very special guest, a man who walks around the planet, literally. Tom Boerman, a fellow Dutchman. Imagine that. He has walked already thousands of kilometers and he's on his way to walk 40,000 kilometers. That's some 25,000 miles. And he hopes to be the first in the world to do this on seven continents, including Antarctica. I'm talking to you right now from Ottawa, where it's freezing cold and there's a lot of snow outside. I can't imagine what that would be like. And I must say, I started following Tom on Instagram when he had already left the Netherlands. He had walked through France where it was raining nonstop and he was nearing the Alps. And since then, I followed him every day for the rest of 2021 and all the way through the Alps and the Western Balkans, all the way to Turkey. And every morning when I woke up, the first story that I saw on Instagram was a smiling Tom Boerman walking in a beautiful landscape and saying, good morning. His Instagram account is my most favorite one. And if you are curious, just go right now to your Instagram account and search for I walk around the world in one word uh, or go to his website with the same title. I walk around the world. Hi, Tom. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. And please tell me, why would anyone want to walk around the world? What, what triggered you to do so? Well, hi, hello. Well, um, yeah, of course, it's an it's an interesting story. That's how everything starts. Um, well, I deeply believe that there must be some need before you're gonna do something like I call it crazy, something crazy like this, like a walk around the world. It was somewhere, I don't know. I think it was 2016. A rainy, shitty day sometime in the autumn. And um, I was watching a video on YouTube about people in later life and experiences they regretted not having. And I realized that I will die one day too. And so I started to make a list of things I really want to do before I die. And it was such a long list that I automatically thought about putting off, putting it off or even saving it for my retirement until I realized maybe there's no later. And that's how it all started. Wow, that's that's amazing. It reminds me a bit of, I once saw a video of a woman, uh, she's uh, like me, a Yale World Fellow, but I've never mm-hmm. met her. She was rowing across all the oceans in the world on her Whoa. own. And that started a bit with the story that you say that uh, she was asked in some kind of management retreat or something, mm-hmm. uh, what would you like uh, people to write about you as an obituary when you, uh, when you have died? And also write the real one of what you actually did. And then she was yeah. so disappointed with the real one. She was just some kind of office manager or somewhere that she started to do things like that. So you, you must be a bit from the same brief. <laughs> yeah. But, but then, it it kind of is, you know, sorry. How do, how do you start? Um, so you, you just pack your backpack or, or how, yeah, how, well, how do you organize this? In Italy, I came up with a whole business plan thing and then, after two years, I realized, you know what? I will get knowledge through action. And, and so I did. I took my backpack and just um, embarked on the 8th of May 2021 for a 40,000 kilometer long walk. Like it's in miles, I think 20, 25,000 25, 25, or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. 
Um, uh, yeah, so I just started, I just started walking with my backpack and my walking sticks and, uh, having food with me for a few, for a couple of days. But soon, um, yeah, people start to invite me into their house in the Netherlands, in Belgium, in Luxembourg. Even though it was like during the pandemic, people were keen to invite me into their house and offering me a bed, giving me some food for the night. And um, during the days, there were some old French ladies who would give me pie like almost every day, which was <laughs> kind of hilarious. <laughs> so that's how it all started. But yeah, to be honest... Like I told you before, it, everything starts with a need. There must be a need. Like I was depressed. I was suicidal. I was yeah, not happy with my life. And um, I was addicted to drugs. And um, yeah, something has to change. So I went over a year in rehab, um, learned my lessons, learned how to deal with my emotions and start to talk about it. And then I thought, you know what? What if I can... If I can combine it with um, being a full-time traveler, I've always dreamed of doing something ridiculous, something crazy. And um, yeah, I was—I think it was in Bulgaria a couple of years ago that uh, like I had an idea already. I wrote down a bucket list, started traveling, you know, went to Canada, went to New Zealand, Australia, did some long walks, went through, walked through the Himalayas, did mountaineering for a couple of years, but there was still something in my mind, you know, like I really wanted to do something life-changing, something unforgettable. And then, um, yeah, I just, I just started to think, you know, like I was living the, the life of the people around me and, and yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden uh, I was somewhere in Bulgaria and, and in the morning I was with a friend and I, uh, I vividly remember waking up in the morning, leaping up in bed and was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk around the world. <laughs> and the funny fact is, inst instantly we yeah. both knew this was it—the trip of a lifetime. And the yeah. rest of that trip, we discussed the route, ways to raise money for charity, and how big of an undertaking it was going to be. <laughs> that's amazing. So you are uh, raising money for a charity. Uh, that's uh, you. you uh, I, I not that you're yet, working to be on honest. It at the moment. Yeah, well, I'm working on it. Like, it's an expensive journey. And uh, like I said, I started on the 8th of May. So I, the first season I walked for 222 days. Well, that's yeah. a nice number. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I, I just lived through donations through my website. That's what happened. Yeah. But then I thought, okay, but what will happen if people will donate money for charity? Then I, then I wouldn't receive anything. Then I'm in kind of in trouble because then I have to, yeah, how could I continue my world walk, giving people an adventure through my eyes with all my cameras and everything? And because of that, I, you need a lot of reception, you know, a lot of connection. So, and because of that, you yeah. need hotels and everything, which is expensive. So I thought, you know what? The first season, I will focus on, on, on growing my company, my walk around the world company. And then from the second season on, I will, yeah, kind of uh, focus on, um, on, on on both. On one side, 50% walking around the world and the other 50% on my foundation. So I started an, two years ago already a foundation named the I Walk Around the World Foundation. Easy name. <laughs> anyway, um, with the idea to give the world something back because I deeply believe that in the end it only matters what we took and gave according to the world. 
So, and I was always, I know, like, I think it was three, four years ago, yeah, I walked the length of the Himalayas through Nepal, which is such a poor country. And yeah, like, like I can dream. Like, we are both from Western countries. Like, it's kind of easy for us to dream, you know, but not for them. Most people cannot even go to school. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to do something for Nepal. And at the moment, my board of directors is work, are working on a project um, to set up a whole school system, building a school in Nepal. Not just like fancy wow. building a school for one year, but we want to set up like an entire system for 20 years on. So wow. that's what we're doing right now. So from, I will continue my world walk in third week of March. And from then on, I will raise money for charity. That's the, that, okay. that's the plan. But and I think see. the good news is that you're coming to North America where I'm uh, talking to you from at, at, at this very moment. So what can you say about the route? I understand you're still working on the route. Will you go from east to west? Um, yeah, that's what I'm intent to do. Like I will, I will, I think I will fly into New York and then I will start a bit further down, like around Washington or Annapolis. And from there I will continue my way through America all the way east, going a bit higher up and then crossing the border with Canada around Winnipeg. So it's a lot of farmland. But I want to show people a different side of America and a different side of Canada. Yeah. So like most people, when they go to Canada, they go to Jethro National Park, for example. Yeah. But they've never seen the farmland. And then yeah. for me, it's better to walk through regions which are not that touristy than the other way around. I yeah. did. I did last year in Croatia. That was horrible. I can tell you that was horrible. Yeah. Like, you- there were... There were, there were like the, there are a lot of German tourists go to Croatia with the big fans and everything. And then they're just walking around and honking, like, what are you doing here? <laughs> like busy on the route, people like working in touristy region, they are tired by the end of the season because they're working 24 yeah. seven. Yeah. So none of them were offering me uh, um, a place for the night, which I can imagine because it's, it's the living, you know? Yeah. So yeah, why should I? They yeah. need to earn money. Yeah. Um, so that was not a good idea. So in America, um, by crossing North America, I will cross uh, the USA and Canada, and I will try to go to the non-touristy places, except uh, maybe the start of my trip around Washington and the finish of my trip in Jasper Benz National Park and Vancouver. Yeah, which is amazing. I've I've once been there a long time ago, and I th- I thought that was just so. I I don't know. I've only been to the, to 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 the middle of Canada, but so I've never been there. So I'm 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 curious about it. Yeah, it is. I, I thought it was one of the most beautiful places in the world where I've been. Although at the moment they have uh, huge uh, environmental disasters, uh, which you which you probably heard about uh, the, the forest fires and the floodings they had, etc. Yeah. So, but it's the same quite, in Af- the same in Australia. Like yeah. my, intent, my intended route go through a region which is destroyed by, by fires like two years ago. Um, oh. That's the thing when you really see it when you're walking. Like one thing, like in the Western world, we all focused on plastic and everything, you know. That's where it all started. Yeah. Like I have to say, a couple of weeks ago, I finished the first season in Jordan. And I was walking through Jordan. And I asked people, what do you know about Jordan? And they will all mention 
the the desert, um, and I will all mention the Petra, of course, because it's the one of the world wonders. I guess yeah. I'm not sure about it to be honest. But on the other end, like you have the whole country, like it doesn't matter where you drive, there's plastic everywhere on every tree on the bushes, yeah. just everywhere. It's it's horrible. I can tell you, like yeah. it blew me away. I was. I, I couldn't believe what what I just saw. Like yeah. the only pictures I had seen from from Jordan was, yeah, Petra and the Wadi Rum Desert. That's it. Yeah. But yeah. beside that, like people are, like I I still think that like the whole climate thing is like a Western world problem. Most people, like they are so busy with living the life, uh, and you know giving the children some food and and just try to be to be happy they're too busy with it and 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 like i don't know what it is it's just you see it along the way because i talk a lot to people they invite me into the house like i said and then you have a talk and everything and then like they are not aware of like all the climate changes and everything not at all which, yeah, which but, surprised me because yeah. like that's what i see in the news all the time but it's not what they see like i walk to kosovo to not macedonia to bulgaria People have no idea, to be honest. It's not yeah, that they, they, wanna... they will be impacted by it because when it gets hotter Absolutely. and it gets more difficult to produce food, uh, and when there's a lack of water, there's a lot of um, uh, direct and indirect impacts on the on the population that they will experience. Absolutely, but they, they are just too busy to survive, to be honest. Yeah, the, there's less of a long-term perspective because there's already so much stress in their lives on on, on water and food and, and other things. Yeah, I can imagine, I can imagine that. But I wish we would have more of a long-term vision actually in the West. Me as too. Well. It was uh, one of the things I really want to discover while walking the world, like how is humanity and how does the world react to the climate crisis? You know, which is going on at the moment, but. Yeah, to be honest, most people, like I said, are too busy to survive, just living the life. Yeah. And, they, and, and most countries, like most people in most countries, they, they are not aware of the, all the problems which are yeah, going on at the moment. Because yeah. it's not on the news in most countries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it should, it, it should get more uh, in the news. I think they hopefully, will be. Hopefully. Yeah, they'll, they'll be heavily impacted by it. Um, but but maybe the more strategic view on what to do with it is not always always uh, very much uh, up in the mind. I've seen the plastic problem, by the way, as well. I, I remember very much now that you compare to to Jordan. Uh, I remember I once already many years ago I took a train ride in um, in Tunisia. I, mm-hmm. I went down from from north to south, and um, uh, it. It, we passed olive trees for hours and hours, and all these, and each tree had like at least hundreds of plastic bags in there. It was just they were just completely covered in plastic, and those at, at, at an amount of plastic as I'd never seen it in my life. And uh, that's uh, uh, yeah, it's one of the big environmental problems, of course. I think there's there's climate, there's biodiversity, but there's mm-hmm. also pollution, and all of these things you will yeah you'll see a lot of it i think when uh, when traveling all around uh, all around uh, the globe well that, that that's one of the things like you see a lot of things i never saw before like i, I was used to travel in a van 
like I did some long walks before. Like I said, I walked some parts of the PCT, the Pacific Crest Trail in the United States. I walked almost the full length of the Himalayas. I walked the length of New Zealand. So I was experienced, but on the other end, like I did some an, 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 an expedition to Antarctica and I climbed all over the world. So I was used to traveling in a different way, driving around in a van or whatever. And then you see some things, but like, for example, when you're walking, you can almost see the grass growing. It's really yeah. weird. Like normally, yeah. like I could choose a bicycle. I could have chosen a bicycle. And then the thing is, with a bicycle, you see way more than with a van. But still, some people need some time. If I'm walking through a village, people have all the time to think, okay, am I going to invite him into my house? Am I going to ask him what he is doing or whatever? Like they have some time, you know, like 10, 15 seconds because I'm slow. Yeah. But when with, with a bicycle, you just all of a sudden they see you and before, before they knew that you were gone already. So, um, yeah, that's, it's, it's really interesting. You have a yeah. lot of, um, en- encounters along the way with, uh, with, with, with the people. So, so when you meet people, are they generally, are the people nice? Have you met people that are not nice to you? How, how, uh, what's the experience of meeting so many people in the, what is it? Nine months that you were walking Mm-hmm. Well, um, I really believe that most people are good. I think and so if they are, yeah. And if they are not, you can see it in their eyes. That's what I always say. Just watch them in the eyes and then you know. So yeah. that's, that's what I often do. But to be honest, like I was so surprised by the hospitality in some countries. Like yeah. the Balkan was tough because they, they couldn't talk English. So I tried to use, for example, Google Translate they were too enthusiastic to listen to it. So, which was a kind of confusing sometimes, <laughs> but in Turkey, the people were like, the hospitality was insane. It yeah. was just crazy. Like yeah. I took some videos for Instagram, but it was only 5% of the hospitality every yeah. day. Sometimes like five, six times a day, people were inviting me into their house. Come over, come over for dinner, come over for lunch or whatever, for breakfast. And then it just, it's, it's so beautiful. There's a lot of goodness in the world. That's what I. That's what I deeply believe. A lot of people told me, like when I showed them my initial route, they said, "You're going to walk through Iran." I said, "Well, Iran stood once at the base of our existence," and they're like, "Yeah, I know, but I like Iran and everything I've read in the news." I said, "Yeah, well, sometimes you can believe the news, but not always." Like. I'm a writer. I'm writing columns for one of the biggest newspapers in Holland. And they always said to me, like, Tom, is just simple. 92% of our news must be negative. So <laughs> keep that in mind next time when you're um, reading the news, you know. So Yeah, negative news sells. And, and news is, of course, a product that is, that is being traded. And a newspaper needs to make money. Sure. And I see it myself when I send out uh, a tweet and it sounds like, you know, huge disaster, many people died. Mm-hmm. That gets way more retweets than new invention uh, saves many lives. And it should be the other way around. Yeah, and but that's, I, how, I that, that's how it works. That's how it works. But that's one of the things I really want to do through social media. Like you have a lot of influencers nowadays. 
They're just showing the butt or the six pack or whatever. It's, it, yeah, that's not what traveling is all about. And that's not what human beings are all about. Yeah. Unfortunately, they are nowadays, but no, I don't believe in it. So I, I want to show people a different side of the world, like the good side. Of course, like sometimes I show them like that some part of a country can be a shithole. Yeah, it's true. Uh, like I've seen it in Jordan. It was insane. So much plastic. Like, and sometimes I show it to the people like on social media. I just try to show them the real world, which is a good one, to be honest. Yeah. 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 And it's, uh, I think what, what, what you show on Instagram, as I, as I said in the introduction, I open up my Instagram early in the mm -hmm. morning mm -hmm. and the first thing I see is you and you're happy and you're smiling and you I show a, a beautiful landscape wherever you're walking and it's always filled with nice interesting people that you meet along the way from all different walks of life and i mm -hmm. think that's a that's a special element of your trip of meeting well, so many different people yeah it's true and like uh, once i wrote down the words and and and, and like what if there's a part for you that is greater than what you can envision and what if there's a life for you that is more than you would even know to ask for and all those questions you know like i, I have many of them what if there if there's more than you know what if there are there are things out there so good you don't even know you're waiting for them and all those questions all those sentences were popping up in my mind all the time and then i just start walking and then i realized the world is a good place like Happiness, something, happiness is something that you're entitled to, not something you need to earn, you know, you know. So why should I not wake up in the morning with a smell? Yeah. Like, yeah. let's really face it. Like, I'm from, I'm from Holland. Like, why should I blame others? I have so, I, I'm having so many opportunities. I feel almost ashamed for it. Especially yeah. when I'm walking through those, some poor countries and then, yeah, that's why I always wake up with a smile in the morning. <laughs> hey, and <laughs> when you're walking, did you, did you meet other people that are doing the same thing, that are also walking around the world or cycling around the world or doing, doing something crazy uh, as what you were doing? Well, um, not as many people have walked around the world, to be honest. Like only 11 people walked around the world. Like even more people yeah. stood on the moon. So can you imagine and, 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 and then I came up with the idea, you know, what I'm going to do something which is never done before, which is walking around the world by crossing all continents. Um, which and, includes and Antarctica. I, I included Antarctica. I've been there before as a tourist, but yeah, I really want to do it. Like I have my mountaineering experience and I thought, yeah, I want to go crazy. That must be a huge I, operation to, to cross. So how do you do that? Do you bring like a huge, uh, amount of food with you on a big sleigh or something or do you well do you, you can plan do that ahead and, uh, and, and you, you can do it in work? a few you can do it in a few ways like you can do it unsupported and it only happened two times two years ago so which is really really dangerous like yeah. a lot of people tried before they died or either way they um luckily they survived because they were rescued but uh I'm going to do it um, supported. And I still don't know how, but like I said before, I prefer knowledge through action. Yes, yeah. I know it's not going to work for Antarctica, 
but by the time I have to plan a Lodica, like I will, I will get my knowledge through action. Yeah. But like coming back to your question, um, like, yeah, I'm, I'm at a, I'm meeting a lot of people along the way who are doing crazy things. I met a, Jap- a guy from Japan and he's cycling around the world already for 13 years. And he left without a single dollar. Can you and, believe it? And how does he how does he pay for it? He's just staying with people or he earns an income through social media or something? No, or? no, not social media at all. Because like it's 20, 20, 22 at the moment. So he left in 2009. And by that time, yeah, Facebook maybe just started. I, I, I guess so. Yeah, there no was a bit of Facebook to, then. Yeah, yeah, no, no money through social media. He just, he just, he just writing. Um, he lives from gifts from people, and sometimes he work. That that's what he do. And I met a guy from uh, Italy, and he's riding the world with his scooter, his Vespa. He's an Italian. He's <laughs> from a very Italian thing. Yeah, it's, it's a funny guy. His name is Ilario. He's Ilario from Milano. <laughs> yes, he's like kind of the weird, funny accent from Italy, and um, he's riding the world on his Vespa. He did already. He circumnavigated the world already four and a half times wow, in a couple of amazing. years. That's and insane. he writes books about it, or makes a movie, or. or- no, he he's, he's active on social media, but um, yeah, it's one of the most asked questions. How can you afford it? Yeah, that's what, yeah, like it's always the same. That's what people just they just want to know it. You know, how could you afford it? And and yeah, you can talk about the subject for ages if you want. Yeah, yeah. but like. If I give you a pen, you are not all of a sudden a poet, you know. You're not all of a sudden a writer. If I give you a football, you're not all of a sudden a, a professional football player. Yeah. So, yeah. again, no less through action. You just yeah. go with the flow and you will just see how it goes. Yeah. Like, I did it in a different way. I worked my ass off to save some money. And um, now I try to get income through a couple of things. I was I was invited by, for example, by 39 schools in Holland and a couple of companies. I was working on my own theater shows, but um, yeah, it didn't work out because of um, the, the, corona, the, the pandemic yeah. at the moment, which is all right. So I'm doing, it's not all right. That's not all right, but it's all right that I couldn't earn money through it, you know, like, yeah, I'm still waking up with a smell and uh, there are people with a restaurant or, for example, they having a, a worse time, a much worse time than I than I'm having at the moment. So, what I'm doing right now, I try to earn money through like uh, sponsorships, um, uh, sponsorships, and like uh, webinars. And in the future, I'm gonna do more public speaking. I did already. I had two uh, talks at schools in Turkey, and like I said, I have a lot of invitations in Holland. Um, yeah, I will just see how it goes. I'm pretty yeah. sure it will work out. Like, like a lot of people are donating yeah. money through my website, so I have different sources. Yeah. You know, in which way I yeah I, I earn some money. I'm writing uh, a column for the biggest newspaper in Holland, like I said. So I will get some money through that, and like from like kind of from every side, and yeah. I live from the goodness of the people. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, for that's. The- 
for the listeners that uh, we we had a talk before before we started, Thomas at the moment back in the Netherlands, uh, he walked for it was I think nine months. Almost. Um, um, I think then you said something. You needed a, you needed a break. You needed a holiday, so you needed to stop in the Netherlands to see your friends and family and get organized for the next part. And sure. uh, and then would it be? Is it March or something? You, you're not sure yet, but I I think that says somewhere this week yeah, or early well, spring I, you'll move to America. Yeah, in the third week of March. I needed a couple of months, like. I couldn't believe what happened. Like it was a roller coaster last last nine months. I uh, it was just insane. I just started the social media. I had no idea. And then like every month, like thousands of, of, of followers, yeah, was, yeah. Well, thousands of people started to follow me. And uh, all of a sudden, I had like like almost uh, I don't I don't even know the number to be honest. I have to check something with sixteen or fifteen fifteen yeah. fifteen thousand followers and like. I'm writing columns for for almost three hundred thousand people every month, and um, yeah, it's just insane. Like I'm in the news. Last week I was on television here in Holland, and I was just growing. So I realized if I really, really want to do something for charity, I have to come back to Holland, yeah. I, and I really need to have some talks with my board of directors and everything. And um, I also want to fly to Nepal next month in February, just for one week with a cameraman. Uh, paid by a sponsor who really believes in this project, and um, yeah, we're gonna film like record the uh, the situation out there. So yeah, I'm kind of busy, you know, with uh, yeah. all those things in Holland. And yeah, after all the work is done, I can continue my world walk. But, yeah, yeah, like for example, like a couple of months ago, sometimes like a newspaper they asked me like, oh, we want to write an article about do you have some pictures? And I was like, uh, yes, yeah, somewhere on my iPhone but so I set up like a whole um, uh, yeah database like online and everything and I'm starting to work together with a cameraman he can do some work for me and uh, yeah because yeah. yeah you need it you know it's a good you moment show, to, to get better wanna, yeah if you want to show yeah. people the world and if you like in order to get more money for not for me uh, but for a charity I need to have more followers yeah uh, I can imagine. Well, I hope that uh, some more people uh, will follow you. And, and now you are busy all day having people around you and organizing things. But when you're walking, isn't isn't that lonely? Um, you're going to walk through the Midwest in the U.S., which is uh, I drove through it. And that felt lonely, but you're going to walk through it. So how how do you experience that? Yeah, well... That's the thing, you know. <laughs> it's kind of difficult sometimes. Like, are we talking about loneliness or are we talking about solitude? Yeah. Are we talking about being physically alone or, yeah, you know, you have a lot of a lot of words to describe, but um, you really have to get used to your own voice. Like, I could listen to podcasts all day long if I want, but I really think that that's not how it works. So... Um, in order to get like used to your own voice, you have to work on, on yourself, you know, and that's, and that's what I did. Like, like, like I said, I go back to, to one time, like I remember I wrote down something like, and I can read it right now. I, I love to write and, and I wrote, look around you. How many people do you think are settling? Probably a hell of a lot. People settle into okay relationships, okay jobs, 
okay friends and an okay life. Why? Because okay is comfortable. Okay pays the bills and provides a warm bed at night. Some people are fine with okay. And guess what? That's okay. But okay is not thrilling. It isn't passion. It isn't life-changing or unforgettable. Okay is not a reason you risk absolutely everything you've got for the smallest chance that something absolutely amazing could happen. And in order to live that life, I can tell you there's a lot of solitude and sometimes I feel alone. Like I have a, I have a lot of adventure, but a lack of love. That's true. But that's now perfect life. Like, like nowadays it's just me, my walking stick and my backpack and I'm getting rich in collecting moments instead of things. And, um, yeah, that that's what I'm doing right there. Yeah, right, you will yeah, have right stories now. for the rest of your life in, in 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 this experience. That's true, but it's not perfect. It's not perfect, but nothing is perfect in life. So, yeah, I think nothing is yeah. perfect. But I think you get quite far what you're doing, especially when you describe your starting position, the problems that you experienced, and that you you fought your way out of this and where you are now. I think that's it's it's an amazing story. So when you when you walk on, I, I just try to imagine how you do it. So, is you, how much do you carry, by the way, in, in your backpack? Because all your life is in your backpack. Is that is that a big, heavy thing, or well, do you go really light? Um, I can say it in two ways. I will explain what I have in my backpack, and I will say I will start with in, in in a poetic way. Like I have learned that minimalism is not about what you own; it's about why you own it. Everything I carry on my backpack, like, yeah, it's functional. Like years ago, I was a materialistic person until I realized that materialism is just an identity crisis. It's a runaway. It's an escape from reality. So with that in mind, I started to, to pack my bag. And with all the lessons I've learned from all the walks I did before, I realized, like I said, everything must be functional. So I took my backpack I have two box shorts. Like I have a small, tiny knife which I can use for everything. Um, I have a rain jacket. I have one. Uh, I have trousers, like a pair of shoes. I'm using my uh, da- my down jacket in two ways. In one one way for the cold, and the other way is just as a pillow. And everything is lightweight. I imported like. I bought everything and imported it from America because there's a whole lightweight market, you know, which is, yeah, that's not, you you can't, you can't get those stuff in Europe, to be honest, because everything is too, too heavy. So everything is functional. Everything I carry is functional. Like I'm self-sufficient till minus three. I have my water filter, um, which I really need, to be honest. Like I was affected with Georgia a couple of years ago. In New Zealand, those are parasites in your stomach. So I ended up in the hospital, but that's another story. (laughs) So yeah, like I said, I have my my backpack, um, underwear, like two boxer shorts, um, two pair of socks, one pair of shoes. I have just two shorts and, um, like my rain jacket and, um, a couple of more things. Like I'm carrying my drone and a floor camera and everything, but, um, Without those, the camera gear, I am carrying around 6.4 kilogram at the moment. Okay. 
and then the camera off. gear on top of it. So the CO is still yeah, carry. that's yeah. kind of heavy. Yeah. So then I have like around ten kilograms, and then on top of it, I'm carrying water. I'm carrying some food for a couple of days, some vitamin pills, which I really need, some magnesium and everything for my muscles. So often I'm walking around with like 14 or 15 kilograms. Yeah. And do you is, carry a tent with you or do you always Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, everything I'm self-sufficient. Like, yeah, I do not have the list here at the moment. So I try to imagine what I have in my backpack. Like I have my tent and my sleeping pad and my sleeping mattress. And I can cook, so I'm carrying some gas, and uh, I have my lighter. So, yeah, I can make my own food. I can. Um, I, I remember your story of looking for a repair of your sleeping mattress, or oh, a new man. sleeping mattress. You were all over the Balkan everywhere looking. That was horrible. You can imagine. I was, I was walking <laughs> in Montenegro, uh, in Podgorica, and, uh, which is also the place where I had to run the first time because they tried to rob me. Um, but I have a history with track and field, so and I'm strong, so I could escape, luckily. But yeah, walking around in Montenegro, and then I had a problem with my sleeping pet, yeah. So a couple of nights I had to sleep on the ground with nothing, and I couldn't find a proper one. It was not like a proper store with, with good stuff, you know. It was all like wow. sleeping pet which you in your car like those big things when you go off for a weekend or something yeah, yeah they're way too I heavy didn't fit in my backpack at all, backpack at all so yeah that was that so, was horrible and something else i wonder um in you walk all day like i don't know eight hours 10 hours 12 hours mm -hmm. i remember you did 55 kilometers on a certain day because there was simply no stop but then when you arrive you there must be so much that you need to do to organize your life because you need well, all kinds of things to do. You need to eat, you need to wash, etc. But you also need to do to your social media, your writing, etc. So how long are yeah, you your working that, days? That's the roller coaster I mentioned. Like I'm starting the morning, what I always do when I do wild camping, which I often do in, in Europe. So you're not allowed to camp. And um, especially in Swiss, for example, that was horrible. There was a lot of rain. And Swiss people like to do everything perfect. They don't like it if you do something which isn't in the book. So wild camping is not allowed. So they will call the police, like a lot of people do. So what I did, I just left early in the morning. If there was light at 5.30, I left at 5.30. So I wake up like 30 minutes before I do not even make a proper breakfast when I'm wild camping. I'm just eating wraps with peanut butter. That's what I do. Yeah. You love <laughs> peanut butter. It always comes back <laughs> to your stories. Yeah, I know. Like, I just love peanut butter. And it's yeah. the easiest way to get some uh, protein in your body. And um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's what I do. So I wake up in the morning, make my breakfast, and uh, pack my tent and everything, put it in my backpack, start walking. What I love to do, or what I was intent to do, was 888. Eight hours of walking, eight hours of resting and doing other things, and eight hours of sleeping. Yeah. I, ended, I ended up often with uh, 10 to 12 hours of walking and pitching my tent. Finding a, play, finding a place to pitch my tent was often uh, really difficult. And then, yeah, you know, pitching my tent, and then you have to cook, and then you have to take care for yourself. And then it was social media which was growing and growing and people love the adventure 
I don't know, but all of a sudden, I like on a daily basis, I, I'm receiving like tons of messages, hundreds of messages, sometimes 300, sometimes 400. And then sometimes people are getting angry, like they're wondering why you don't answer. Well, I don't have time. I have to organize my life. And the other day I have to walk again, you know, and it's not something walking the world is not something you can plan forward. It's not something you say like, you know what? I'm going to walk the first time I'm going to do 32 kilometers. The day after it, I'm going to do 43 and then 42 because there's a city and oh no, no, no. And then all of a sudden there's rain and all of a sudden there's like, it's a busy road, which you're not allowed to walk on. And all of a sudden after 28 kilometers instead of 32 kilometers, someone is inviting you into the house. Of course you're going to stay. So you can't plan a walk around the world. The world isn't made for walking. <laughs> so often I'm just busy with, of course, during the day, walking, taking some pictures, talking with people. Uh, for example, in Turkey, a lot of people like were really interested. So they they want to have a photo with me, <laughs> which is kind of <laughs> hilarious because I see myself just as, I'm just Tom, you know, no, yeah. nothing more. <laughs> and then all of a sudden people want a picture with you because you're walking around the world. And I, I'm just like, yeah, well, yeah, you know, I, I just do what I I just do what I like. but yeah. So I'm busy during the day with walking, navigating, getting lost. I'm often busy with getting lost. It's not something that's something that because happens to me. You don't follow like standard routes that are in nah, Because when be... I go walking, I have a, a book that tells me this is a nice walk from here to there. And at, at, you know, at, the, at the big tree, you have to turn right. It doesn't that's work a, that way yeah. for you, I guess. Well, um, I really want to be a modern day explorer. Like I was reading those books, you know, back in the day from those explorers like Columbus and everything. And I was like, one day I'm going to do that. And then there was the internet. <sighs> that was horrible. Like nowadays everyone can just do what they want and explore the whole world, which is perfect, which is perfect. Like not everyone is an adventurer, and I know they can see the world in a different way, but I was still dreaming on the other side of being a modern world explorer. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do something which isn't on the internet, and that's walking around the world, because only a few people did. And most of them did it before the internet era, you know? So, yeah, that's... Uh, I try not to combine those fancy trails. Sometimes I do, like, next year I'm going to walk the Tayaroa Trail in New Zealand again, which I did already before, but now as part of my world walk, because I just love it to be in the wilderness. And I want, during my world walk, I really want to escape in the wilderness. That's what I'm going to do in New Zealand. But for the rest, I'm just walking around, try to find my own way. Often I got lost, and then, yeah... I have to walk another 10k or 15k. So, but you get so strong, so you can do a marathon a day. So that's not the biggest problem. The biggest pro problem is dealing with your uh, own feelings and with all your emotions, because yeah. you can't share it. Normally, you can call a friend, and he will have the same experience. Normally, you can join an online community of hikers or walkers or whatever. But yeah, that's kind of. Uh, Silly isn't the right word, but um, it's yeah. kind of strange, you know. Like I'm doing something which never done before, but I cannot really talk about it because nobody understands. So the, and yeah, then people no say, you know what, I will join yeah. you. Some people join me for a couple of days, my brother, for example. But when you are together, it's not the same as being alone anymore. Like some listeners have probably 
um, traveled around the world as a backpacker. If you enter a hostel, for example, and you are alone, you are not actually, everyone is alone. So together you're going for food, together you go for dinner or you're going out or whatever for, to a party. You have some talks. But imagine, and we all, it's not imagine, we all know like sometimes you're in a hostel and then all of a sudden there's a couple. They have each other. You don't feel the need to talk to them. You don't feel the need to invite them into for dinner or for a party or whatever. So it's different. It really is. Yeah, so yeah. Interesting. when I'm I with someone, when I'm with someone, we, are, yeah, yeah, we have a, we have a lot of fun. But when I'm alone, like people all of a sudden start to invite me into the house, but often I'm alone. That's true. And you have to get used to your own voice, which is sometimes, yeah, sometimes a bit difficult, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm said, not, I'm not here to having a perfect adventure. Yeah. Not, not yeah. at all, to be honest. Yeah, but you have so much stories to tell. Well, you you said you were invited at schools to talk to students. What what do you say to the young people of the world? What are, what are your experiences and of, of of life that you can share with them? Because I I I imagine that you want to inspire them or or motivate them. Well, yeah, that's what. It, yeah, I, I, it's not that I go to a school and I just tell them, oh, okay, I'm walking around the world, and once my tent was surrounded by bulls, and uh, I'm walking a marathon a day, and that's what I do. And look, here's a photo of me cooking. No, that's not what I do. Yeah, on one end, but on the other end, I give, to, I try to give them some, um, yeah, some real life examples, you know, and to give them some life lessons. Like I often talk about happiness, which is a fancy word nowadays, but in a different way. Like, like I told before, I was uh, once addicted and, uh, and suicidal and depressed. I spent over a year in rehab. I was over 18 years depressed. And now I'm living the, yeah, now I'm living the life. So I try to show them, like, often I talk to youngsters, like they're on an age between, like, 10 and 17. And everyone is saying, like, this is an important time of your life. You have to make the big choices, you know. No, it's not a big choice what kind of um, education you need. It's not a big, like, through which colors you really want to, yeah, what kind of studies you want to do, you know. It's not a big choice because every day you have a choice. When you grow up in a Western world, you can do whatever you want every single day. The only thing you need is courage, you know. So that's what I tell them, those stories and, uh, like, Love, connection, and acceptance are your birthright, you know? That's like I said before, like in other words, happiness is something that you're entitled to. Like, that's not something that you need to earn. Like, even the United Nations adopted um, a resolution recognizing that the pursuit of happiness is a fundamental human goal. Yeah. Most people do not understand because we have learned to... On school, like uh, like we have learned to plan, we have learned to think, but we actually never learn to feel. And it's yeah. all about feelings. It's, oh, sorry, it's all about yeah. feeling, you know. You have to make yeah. decisions through your gut and not with your head. But most yeah. people are too afraid of falling. But as long as you fall forward, you're all right. Like we all are, we, most of us are addicted to the shower feeling. That's what I also tell them. We are addicted to the shower feeling. We're standing in, like underneath a hot shower and then we are feeling strong and we, we, we are feeling loved and everything, you know, and like there's the, the hot water like on our body and then we start to think and we start to dream. 
until we step out of the shower, opening the door, and then there's the whole world with all his enemies try to put you down, try to tell you, like, don't do it, don't do it. Like, it will destroy your life. Maybe you will fall. What will happen? It's a risk. Don't do it. Just continue living your normal life. Now, but it's not going to make you happy. Yeah. Just do the opposite as what 90% of the people do, and you're all right. Just yeah. always, just always. So I, I try to learn them the, those lessons, you know, and um, so far it was on uh, two Dutch schools in Turkey. I never did those talks in English, so, um, but it was, I'm going to do that in the future, of course. And with some yeah. preparation, I'm, you, you, can, you can learn them the, the, the right lessons. I can but, imagine that when, when you're walking through America, that people will, will ask you to do these kind of talks and... Uh, I've, I've experienced it too. I, I remember I was a couple of years ago, I was following the Colorado River by mm-hmm. by car at, at different stops and I wrote about it. And then when people start to realize what my route was, people then yeah. approached me on social media and said, you know, can you, can you talk at school about this, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's, that will probably happen to you as well once you're in the U.S. when people more or less work out what you're what your mm-hmm. trail is going to be, that they will approach you for those things. Yeah, because if you can speak, you can influence. And if you can influence, you can change lives. I will never, yeah. ever advise anyone to travel the world or doing what I do. Don't <laughs> walk around the world. Just don't do it. <laughs> like freedom, freedom and following your heart has nothing to do with going abroad. Nothing. But everything with finding the courage to get knowledge through action. Yeah. Everything, like I said, you fall a thousand times, but as long as you fall forward, you will have an absolute blast in life. But people are too afraid. People are too afraid of falling. Yeah, because that's what we never learned it. Yeah, like that's people, a good one. like falling when I was at school, they were always talking about perfection. But there's no perfect life. Nothing yeah. has to be perfect, you know. Just yeah. live it, breathe. <sighs> yeah. That's all. yeah. Yeah, that's all excellent. I can say so I try to learn yeah. them those lessons you know do on the way and I will get better at it of course I will get better at it yeah. if you do it more often then it will, it will become easier yeah. and that's also one of the things I want to tell people in my theater shows which unfortunately can't happen due to, due to the pandemic but it will happen like next year after after season 2 like yeah. I will tell people I will not only show them what I did through all my drone videos and everything, but I will stand there in front of a crowd and then I will um, try to teach them the um, fundamental part of uh, transformational change. And that's what I'm going to do. Like I had kind of the same in my life, you know, like I went rock bottom and now I'm living the life. So everyone can do the same. You can do it in two ways. You know, you can, like carry it on your shoulder for the rest of your life or you can just put it in the back in the back throw it in the corner look at it sometimes and that's it and just continue life because everyone ha- will have a shitty time in life that's it's part of life yeah who cares well, that's a good good motivation hey if if people want to follow you once you start again in in the US or when people want to follow you today already to to read what you have done mm-hmm. what are what are the ways that they, uh, where, where should they go? I think Instagram is the first one. Yeah, everything is named I Walk Around the World. So I have a, 
I have Instagram, I walk around the world. I have Facebook, I walk around the world. I started with LinkedIn and I started with Twitter. I do not even know what my Twitter name is. Something with, I guess, because I walk around the world. Something because I started two days ago. Yeah, that, so. that that one was already taken. I looked for you on Twitter and it was just like I walk around the world. But that's that. I think that's the only one where where you had to change something. But if you type in, I walk around the world, I think you, you, you get there. Yeah, you yeah, will new. find me. I think yeah, well, it's it's brand new. It's brand new. <laughs> it's brand new. Yeah. I never did anything before with Twitter, but uh, I'm curious about it. Yeah. And as on your website, you have this amazing thing of this tracker. You have like an electronic tracker or something that really yeah. tells the world where so, you are live. Um, well, I'm carrying a PLB, which is a personal locator beacon. So when I'm in trouble, doesn't matter where, even if it's in a desert or somewhere in the forest or whatever, they can always find me. It's a different satellite than the ones that you're using with your phone. It's called Iridium satellite. So, and I use it in two ways. One way as a lifesaver when I'm in trouble, for example, if there's a, like a, and when I'm stuck between two rising rivers or something. And on the other end, I'm using it as a life tracker. So on my website, I'm having, um, yeah, people can follow me live. And I can tell you something. This morning I had a talk with a company. We're going to do it for me next year and it will, everything will be in 3D. It's going to be awesome. So like, wow. they have a lot of details and everything. So people can, people can just following me in real life. Every day, they know where I am. They know everything about my elevation. The route they can explore the world or the route I'm talking. They can explore like countries they've never been before through my eyes in a different way. So yeah. through social media and through my life tracker. So it's really cool. Wow, wow! And will you, when you pass through the US, will your uh, Instagram approach will that stay the same? Will you just be I don't know, like five times a day that you briefly? tell something on your stories or will you do a different approach? Will you no, I, find more I will, time to write? I will, have, or? I will have the same approach. What I do, I just show people, I, I will give them like 10 uh, short videos a day. Like I always start a day with good morning. Yeah, which is fun. Or, it becomes kind of my brand, you know, it's always like, morning guys. And yeah, that, yeah that's what I do. With a smell. Of course, there's always a smell. Um, at least I try. Um, so I do 10. I, I post like one photo. So one post a day. I will write something down, something inspiring or something about my day, how it went like last day or about my plans or whatever. Like people can yeah, go on an adventure and I'm going to do the same on Twitter. I'm going to post more videos and everything, and then people will have an idea what it is to walk around the world to have an adventure to Mars. <laughs> yeah, amazing. I think we, I'm, I'm looking at the time. We've been talking for nearly an hour. Oh, wow. Um, and um, we could probably go on uh, forever. We'll probably go on briefly after uh, after the podcast. Um, but I, I think for now, this is, uh, thank you so much for, joining the podcast um well thank I you hope for people that uh, i will write about this in uh, in uh, the planet uh, newsletter and i hope for the people that listen and the people that will read that they will uh, start following you uh, i know that you never ask for support but i'm allowed to do that so i hope that people will uh, support you because it's uh, it's 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 
it's just great fun to follow you and, and there's so much to learn and to see when you travel and i see some people clapping on the app uh in the bottom right corner so uh, the people oh. that listened uh liked um uh liked uh, listening to you uh so thank you for the audience to be here and yeah stay with me uh for a moment but i'll close the uh the podcast here thanks guys for listening bye-bye thanks